What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Tonight, it's uh, it's August 1st. We just got done recording a training camp news and update uh, video. And uh, I just wanted to uh, to hop into a live best ball draft here on drafters.com. It looks like we get the fifth overall spot. Uh, so this should be a fun draft. Shout out to Aiden. What's going on, man? Hope you're doing well. And uh, we'll see what we can do. I like the top five picks. This is a good spot for me. I've had the fifth pick a lot. And if you are new to drafters.com, you can use my promo code to sign up. It's uh, just the fellow KGB. You can check out the promo code there for drafters if you want to play. Uh, but yeah, basically what we're going to be doing is we're going to be drafting 20 rounds in this video. And we will uh, be starting one QB, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, and one flex. And then we'll have a bunch of bench guys. So we'll see what we can do. Let's see what kind of stacks we can build. And uh, like I said, I like the top five picks kind of the top six, because you're guaranteed one of Jonathan Taylor, CMC, Austin Eckler at running back. And for receivers, you're guaranteed one of Justin Jefferson or Cooper Cup. So the top five is kind of a sweet spot. Things kind of differ at six. I think Jamar Chase is kind of the default number six guy here, but uh, kind of the six through 12 spot gets a little messy. So what's going on, Justin? Hope you're doing well here. We're doing a live best ball draft. We got the second overall pick here, and this is uh, this is the best ball championship contest. First place will get 10K. Uh, $2.22 to enter. And it looks like we get Justin Jefferson or Austin Eckler. So I'm feeling pretty good about this. We'll see what this uh, what this guy does here at the fourth pick. He'll probably be auto-drafted Justin Jefferson. But if not, I'd be happy to collect Justin Jefferson here at the fifth overall pick. But we're probably, probably getting Austin Eckler. So here we are. Uh, and again, this is filtered by ADP. Uh, actually, Jamar Chase has a higher ADP, which is interesting. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna land on Austin Eckler. I want to get a piece of that Chargers offense, and uh, it's it's very easy to handcuff Austin Eckler. You just gotta look for Isaiah Spiller. Uh, and now we're just on coast. I think round two. Uh, so the good part about being in the top five or six picks is you get a really really good player. Uh, but there's kind of a, a fall off here, and it's kind of murky in the in the back end of the second round. That's where things get a little bit questionable. Uh, a lot of tough decisions in that range. But we'll make the best of it. Uh, I think uh, now that we got our, our lockdown running back in our lineup here, we can probably start looking and, and hammering wide receivers. So uh, we'll see what we can do here. Uh, check out the 2022 fantasy football draft kit we have on the fantasyfellowship.com. Uh, I just want to show you guys where my flex rankings are. And basically the top uh, the top six picks I have, uh, everyone that went off the board, Stephon Diggs is my seventh ranked player, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Travis Kelsey, Najee Harris and Aaron Jones round out my top 12 highest projections. And yeah, you can't go wrong. That's what's nice about the top five pick is you're guaranteed, you know, one of the three stud running backs or one of the two stud wide receivers. Uh, but again, the, the question comes at pick number 20. When I'm up in the second round, we'll see if someone can fall to me here as far as you know, guys that I like. I mean, I, I would love if Aaron Jones or Mike Evans could hang around there, uh, but I, I have difficulty because a lot of times I'm up to pick in that part of the second round and you get Debo, Mark Andrews, Fournette, Tyreek, Javon. Uh, those guys, it, you know, it's all kind of like splitting hairs at that point and it gets a little difficult. So I'm not sure which uh, which guy will go with, but we'll see how the board falls. Uh, you see, after I take Eckler, there goes Chase, there goes Diggs. So these are my top seven guys in, in my flex rankings. Uh, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Travis Kelsey, Najee Harris. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much my top 11. And at, at, at the 12 turn, you see Devonta Adams and C.D. Lamb go. So two stud wide receivers come off the board. And now we're going to see the running backs fly off the board. You can see Swift, Mixon, Barkley, Jones. These are probably the next handful of players to go. And we're going to be, again, staring probably at that group of Debo, Mark Andrews, Fournette, Tyreek, Javante, something in that range. 
we'll see what we can do. Uh, and I don't know if do I want to go running back here. I think I'm pretty set on uh, round three and pick number 29. We're going to like some of the receivers. We might even like Alvin Kamara there. Uh, and I don't know if you guys saw, but the Alvin Kamara news was interesting today. Uh, his his court hearing got pushed back to like the second or last day of September. Um, so he's going to play in September. We're going to get Alvin Kamara to play week one through four, roughly. And then after that, once the court, the court hearing takes place again, there, there might be a mid-season suspension, end of season, or they could try and push it back, uh, you know, into 2023. So it's, it's a little bit of a risky business drafting Alvin Kamara. But I think right now uh, the time is kind of now to start drafting Alvin Kamara if you want to get him uh, on your lineups. Uh, but we're almost up to pick here. Uh, Joe Mixon's probably going to come off the board here in the next one or two picks, so don't count on him. Uh, now, ooh, Debo Samuel off the board, so we'll see. Can we get this guy? Can he take Mixon and Jamar Chase? Are we going to be awarded Joe Mixon here at 20? That would be sick. Uh, and he takes Joe Mixon, so he's got the two Bengals. We almost stole it here, but Mark Andrews, Leonard Fournette, Tyreek Hill, Jamonte Williams, T. Higgins. This is kind of a tough pick for me here if I'm looking real quick. Uh, I did have Debo up there. I have Saquon Barkley, Tyreek Hill. Let's go ahead and get Tyreek Hill in the lineup. I haven't drafted too much Tyreek Hill here. Excited about what he can do with his new Miami Dolphins team. And again, I, I really haven't taken Tyreek Hill too much here. He's not my favorite pick in the second round. I like him better uh, if I can get him towards, you know, 25, 26th overall. But we can't uh, we can't complain. Tyreek Hill in the lineup. And we know we know. Uh, I mean, they, they traded for him. They, they, they paid him. They wanted him to be a part of their future. So you got to expect him to be the lead dog for fantasy points in Miami from from uh, from Tua there. So uh, Mark Andrews next player off the board. AJ Brown next player off the board as well. Uh, that's a little like, I'm, it's tough because it's best ball league. So I get AJ Brown here, but I don't even have AJ Brown in terms of projections. I have him 39th in total in total projections. So he's lower on my list. And you see, I got Tyreek Hill at my 21st overall player off the board. The only player that uh, didn't get drafted yet is Mike Williams. So maybe we, we target a, uh, if we can get Mike Williams here, we could be looking at a, a LA Chargers stack here. Maybe uh, maybe you see Mike Williams fall to us at this point, and then we come back and maybe get Justin Herbert at 44. Uh, and again, with playing with the, the best ball championship, you uh, basically have weeks one through 14 where you're just trying to score as many points as possible. And then it gets into like a an elimination format where weeks 15, 16 and 17, it's like a little gauntlet and you got to score the most points during that week. So uh, a lot of people looking at the schedules for those weeks. But I like the board here. Chubb, Pittman, Kamara, Mike Williams, uh, four really good players to choose from. And you see Alvin Kamara go at 28. I would have thought about him uh, at that turn here. But I'm going to – I mean, it's tough. Mike Williams, Michael Pittman Jr., I have them both ranked as top 25 players. I'm going to continue to lean, though, into this L.A. Chargers stack uh, with uh, Austin Eckler here. And uh, my, my thinking is I, I prefer Mike Williams over Keenan Allen in fantasy football this year, not only in redraft but best ball for sure. Mike Williams is the big play guy. If someone's going to get you 30 points, it's going to be Mike Williams. Keenan Allen just stay safe and steady, but uh, he's now on uh, that 30-year age uh, where it gets a little bit nervous. But it looks like from training camp, he's still slicing and dicing people up. So I still like Keenan Allen, but I just think the upside with Keenan Allen, like I'm just I'm locking in a you know a top 12, top 15 receiver. Whereas Mike Williams, would it surprise anyone if he led the league in touchdowns this year? Uh, if he if he pops off for another 12, 1300 yards, I just think the the touchdown upside there is pretty enticing with Mike Williams. So. Uh, and again, in terms of my wide receiver rankings, 
I do have Mike Williams here at wide receiver eight, Tyreek as my wide receiver 10. So we locked in two of my top 10 wide receivers. And then uh, I did have my wide, uh, my running back three, Austin Eckler. So I did, there's been some shifting and some changing and things in my, in my projections here. Some of the newcomers, like I moved Debo up now that he signed, I uh, was a little bit just, you know, maybe just being uh, just in case, you know, he, he decided to hold out longer, but Debo up, Tyreek Hill up. Uh, and then again, I like Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, but let's see what we got going on here. We're finishing up the third round after I take big Mike Williams. You see Michael Pittman go. Uh, some of my favorite wide receivers here in the third round. Uh, Nick Chubb, fantastic pick. Now that we know the Deshaun Watson news, we can accurately uh, take Browns players. DJ Moore, 32. Kyle Pitts, 33. James Conner, Terry McLaurin, Josh Allen, and Gabe Davis. This is a really popular move I've been seeing. Uh, at the three, four turn, you get Josh Allen and you basically just get Gabe Davis along with him and you get the mini Buffalo stack rolling. So that's not a bad way to start your draft. Uh, and basically round four, the, the clear guy for me would be Justin Herbert. We can just get that massive Eckler, Mike Williams, Herbert stack, and that could boost us to championships. Uh, and then later in the draft, of course, we can look for the other main players in the Chargers offense are going to be Josh Palmer, maybe Gerald Everett, maybe Jalen Guyton, even uh, Donald Parham and, and Isaiah Spiller. So we'll have a lot of Chargers that we can lean into. Uh, but we're almost up to pick here. We're, I would love to get one of uh, – we missed on ETN. I would love Cortland Sutton here. That would be great uh, if we can get him. I'll, I'll have to pause on the Herbert talk. Uh, but it looks like this guy's probably going to lean into Cortland Sutton uh, as he's the biggest ADP value at the moment. Uh, but Justin Herbert, we're going to lock in that stack, I think, here. And then, uh, yeah, let's – let's. I believe it's the Chargers versus, versus uh, Buffalo. I can't remember who they play. Chargers Chargers schedule. Week 17, I think they have a good one. Um, and then there goes Cortland Sutton. So hopefully this guy lets uh, Justin Herbert fall. We'll go ahead and slap Justin Herbert on there. And we have executed the Chargers stack of Herbert, Eckler, and Mike Williams. I've been able to do this one pretty easily. And it looks like it's L.A. versus L.A. Big game. Sunday night football, the Chargers versus the Rams. Um, so that could be a lot of fun here. We'll see if Mike Williams and company can uh, can do some damage. I also, I mean, they get Indianapolis and Tennessee in those championship weeks. So we'll see if Herbert can uh, uh, be competitive and help me uh, take down the 10K first prize. But so far, so good. And now as it comes into round five, I don't have to worry about any Chargers until the double-digit round. So now I can, you know, slowly fill up my roster. If I'm looking for a round five running back, I mean, of course, Zeke, Akers, Brees Hall, I would love it if one of these guys were to somehow fall. And it's these guys are starting to fall a lot more. You see their ADPs are 41, 43, and 44. I mean, it's pick 46 right now, and all three are available. Um, so we'll see what happens there. I don't know if we're going to get any of those guys to fall. Uh, but some of the receivers might interest me in the fifth round, whether that's Cooks, Bateman, uh, Mooney, Amon Ross St. Brown, who is the thumbnail man of this video. I, I got good vibes for Amon Ross St. Brown. And then I do have, I have another potential. I like to, you know, I like to build stacks. I like to potentially set myself up here for a nice uh, stack in the future here. So getting Amon Ross St. Brown, we could get a nice Detroit Lions stack where I think the majority of the fantasy community is interested in the Detroit Lions for fantasy football, whether that's, of course, DeAndre Swift, Amon Ross St. Brown, TJ Hawkinson. DJ Chark's making some noise, uh, and as well as Jared Goff. So there's a lot of potential, uh, you know, players that we can nip there after, uh, I guess, DeAndre Swift comes off the board. So Jerry, Judy, Darnell Mooney, Amon Ross, St. Brown, top receivers available. 
Ezekiel Elliott, Cam Akers, and Brees Hall. Technically, we're guaranteed one of these running backs, which I think we might have to consider. I mean, at this point, that is that is pretty crazy. And maybe we could uh, we could lean into this a little bit here. I mean, I love Darnell Mooney. I love Amon Ross St. Brown. But these running backs, Jalen Hurts and Pat Mahomes off the board here, nobody wants Zeke or Cam Akers. So this is a little bit surprising to me. And with the big James Washington news today, we might see – we might see the running game really take off for the Cowboys. Uh, so I'm I'm really torn here. Of course, the rookie running back. Oh, there goes Zeke Elliott. Uh, maybe maybe Brees Hall is the move here. I know we don't trust the running back there with the Jets offense, but this is this is a tough call. Both guys again, 43 and 44 ADP. My head says we should take them, but man, if I could get if I could get one of my top guys, I mean Brandon Cooks. I'll tell you what, we got eight seconds to do it. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to take Amon Ross St. Brown over some of these running backs here. We'll, we'll bang some running backs later in the draft. But Tyree Kill, Mike, Mike Williams, and Amon Ross St. Brown to start our draft. And then we'll kind of lace in uh, these Detroit Lions players. And I'm just going to go ahead and start to click some of these guys down here. I really like DJ Chark later. He's going to be the number two for most of the season. I well, I'll check Jamison Williams. I don't know if I feel great about him, uh, but the biggest sleeper that I've been seeing rising up boards for the Lions is going to be Josh Reynolds, uh, who's got. Keep in mind, Josh Reynolds has played with Jared Goff pretty much his entire career. They have a good chemistry. Uh, we're, we're in line for for TJ Hawkinson as well, and then I'll select because we got Herbert. I don't need to snag another quarterback until late, and Jared Goff could be our guy super late. So we'll, we'll monitor that, see what happens. Uh, but otherwise, it is moving through the sixth round. Cam Akers and Brees Hall, again, I'm, that might be the decision I regret, those running backs. To get them in the fifth round, that's usually not something you see in a draft. Uh, Darnell Mooney, one of the best picks in the fifth round. Jerry Judy, another great pick in the fifth. Kyler Murray, so this one was QB heavy. You see Herbert, Jackson, Mahomes, Hertz, and Murray uh, all go in the top 58 picks. DK Metcalf sliding down to 59. Chris Godwin, Amari Cooper off the board. We're probably going to see Amari Cooper start to get boosted in a lot of these drafts. Now that we know the Deshaun Watson uh, information that we needed. Uh, but anyways, um, I, I like our I like our start. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa is in play for us too since we got the Tyreek Hill stack potential there. So I'm going to go ahead and, and check Tua. Uh, who else we got? Amon Ross St. Brown. We already got the that team covered. Um, but man, if we could get uh, my guy AJ Dillon to fall to us, that would be my that's my ideal sixth round pick. If I can't get Kyler Murray or Jalen Hurts, um, typically that's where you're selecting. I mean, typically, Jalen Hurts goes after Kyler Murray, so this would kind of be the sweet spot for Hurts. Uh, but man, if we could get AJ Dillon to slide to us, he's been my ideal sixth round pick. And if I miss on AJ Dillon, I don't trust JK Dobbins, Josh Jacobs, Elijah Mitchell, Antonio Gibson. Um, I tend to just not want to get a – if it's not A.J. Dillon, I don't want a running back in the sixth round. I like those guys in the seventh or eighth round a little bit later. Uh, but, man, tons of receivers here. If I can get um, one of these guys on the turn here, let's, let's hope A.J. Dillon slides through. Uh, and that was kind of the, the play here too. So we get A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon's my number one drafted player in best ball leagues this year. Absolutely love A.J. Dillon. He's going to be the Packers' second best player this season. Uh, last year, he was the, the third, fourth best player, and, and now we just expect him to be uh, even more involved. I think there's opportunity. If, if the Packers are going to run the ball 30, 35 times a game, Dylan's, Dylan might be getting 15 to 20 touches per game here. 
Uh, whether that's 15 carries and two or three catches per game, I think he's going to have a really safe floor. And assuming he runs at you know a minimum four yards per carry, you know, give him 60 yards on the ground, two, three catches, you know, that already boot, this is full PPR. So that, you know, that puts him at about eight to nine points for a floor. And I didn't even add, I didn't even add the receiving, you know, stat. So I think AJ Dillon is a double digit floor player this season to be my RB2. Uh, really, really like it. Uh, we did miss on one of my favorite picks here. Christian Kirk is flying up the boards. Uh, and that's another, like if I would have been able to get Christian Kirk in round seven, uh, we would have been setting up ourselves for a Trevor Lawrence uh, Jaguar stack. So that could have been really nice. But Christian Kirk, man, used to be able to get him in the eighth round, uh, you know, in the 80s, 90s sometimes. But he is moving. He's just been one of the best players in, in Jags camp. So he's flying up boards. You see J.K. Dobbins, Drake London starting to have a nice. He's, there, I've been seeing some clips of him making some moves in camp. And then Michael Thomas, of course, another riser uh, right now in camp. Uh, but man, if you're liking the video that we got going on right now, don't forget to like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Help us grow. Uh, we're having fun making these videos for you guys, doing mock drafts and training camp news and, uh, and, and best ball drafts. So all that good stuff. But anyways, we're on deck here. I would love Alan Lazard if he came to us. Uh, I, I've been snagging Alan Lazard as much as I can. And basically, round six and seven, my most drafted players lately have been Christian Kirk, A.J. Dillon, and Alan Lazard. I think people are slowly coming around to that, hey, this Alan Lazard guy might be, he just might be the number one receiver for Aaron Rodgers. It's starting to align that way. And I don't mind. I got A.J. Dillon and Alan Lazard. We can maybe think about Aaron Rodgers if he slides now. Uh, and basically, I mean, if you look back in the history uh, of fantasy wide receivers and where Aaron Rodgers, where his number one wide receiver has ranked in his career, I think the lowest one was the season where Jordy Nelson got hurt preseason and Randall Cobb and, and James Jones were the leading receivers that year. I think Randall Cobb was like wide receiver 26 and James Jones was like wide receiver 28. So either way, I'm getting Lazard as a top 30 wide receiver. And just I want to see where I drafted him as... Let me count One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40. We get Alan, Robin, uh, Alan Lazard as the 40th wide receiver off the board, uh, which is pretty amazing. Uh, he's he's going to be a top 36 wide receiver in terms of my projections. Uh, I got, I got the Lazard man here as wide receiver 27. So Amon Ra wide receiver 24 Lazard wide receiver 27. I think both those guys, you know, if, if they end up as your wide receiver twos, I think, I think that wouldn't be terrible. They're going to look best obviously as the wide receiver three on your rosters, but man, to get those guys, uh, as late as we did, I feel pretty good about that. And of course, Tyreek and, and Mike Williams to anchor us at the wide receiver position. But now, uh, again, I said I didn't like a lot of the running backs after Dylan. You see Dobbins, Jacobs, Gibson, Tony Pollard go. Uh, there's a lot of running backs I like coming up here at the round eight, round nine turn. Sanders is interesting. Like It's nice to not have to rely on Sanders to be an RB2. He can be a flex for us. Clyde Edwards, Alaire. Uh People are, are disrespecting, I think, Clyde Edwards-Alaire a, a little too much. In the eighth round, that just seems like easy money. Chase Edmonds, one of my favorite guys here. Maybe that's the move. If we line up Chase Edmonds, because we already have Tyree Kill, we could be looking at uh, a nice two of Tagovailoa stack at some point. So uh, that's that's going to be fun here. And I really like taking pass-catching running backs with my potential quarterback. So Herbert Eckler, 
I think that's probably the number one stack that you could do for running back quarterback, you know, situations, but we're, we're looking really nicely here to get Chase Edmonds on the team. His ADP is 91. We'll take him here at 92. I feel pretty good about this. Uh, and now we got Eckler, Dylan and Edmonds. That's a really nice rotation of running backs and there's going to be a ton more guys that we like and because we got Edmonds now that's going to open us up for Raheem Mostert or Sony Michelle later in the draft just to get another uh exposure to if, if Edmonds isn't the goal line back you know maybe it's maybe it's Michelle maybe it's Mostert we can maybe add one or two of those guys uh but now we're looking around here other running backs I mean I, I would if Clyde Edwards Lair falls to one-on-one -on -one, that would be ideal um Robert Woods just goes off the board uh, but as far as other running backs, Harris, Singletary, Rashad Penny, these guys all have question marks. I like Kareem Hunt because we just know he's going to catch passes. He might not be, you know, bang in the first you know, month and a half because you know, Watson's not going to be there. But this could be a guy that really picks up steam for us. James Cook, a Buffalo uh, stud running back there, and Ramondre Stevenson. So very interesting. Otherwise, I'm looking at uh, TJ Hawkinson did come off the board. We didn't have a chance at him. I would have had to take him round seven, which just didn't feel right. That's why I didn't think about it. Uh, but we are, we're setting ourselves up here pretty decently. Um, no wide receiver sticks out to me here. Claypool, Wilson, Boyd, Rondell Moore. I would have thought about Sky more if I could, but he's he's just flying up, up draft boards. Same with Chris Olave. Both those rookie receivers are moving up as well as Traylon. Traylon Burks is the one moving up the most, uh, if we're being honest. But um, Stafford, Carr, Rodgers, again, we got – to a check mark there. I, I think, you know, grabbing a running back here makes the most sense. Dawson Knox, Zach Ertz, I do like these guys. Uh, but I, again, I like a lot of the tight ends later in the draft. But maybe it makes sense to get some Buffalo exposure here with Dawson Knox. I don't know. This guy's got Burrow after me. He'll probably be going for Hayden Hurst at some point. I wouldn't mind, I guess, again, the running backs coming up. Harris, Penny, Hunt. Cook. I have a hard time deciding which one to get. Uh, it might just be Kareem Hunt because I know when Hunt plays, he's 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 a damn good running back. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna land on Kareem Hunt and try and get uh, a couple Cleveland Brown players on our team and keep it like uh, Jacoby Brissett. He can he can manage an offense just fine. I, I I think last year you saw Jacoby Brissett going to Miami and he kept Waddle afloat, even Gaskin sometimes. I think uh, Kareem Hunt could be an interesting pick. And again, when Watson comes back, that could be a really fruitful pick for us. And he's our RB4. And, and now we're, we're really solidly built. Four running backs, four wide receivers. We're going to start pounding some wide outs soon. I mean, Tim Patrick would be sweet to get. Probably not going to get Rondell Moore. Uh, Jarvis Landry, a fun veteran in New Orleans. Uh, but our, our next pick has probably got to be Josh Palmer. We have to be early on him because he's not going to probably make it on the on the turnaround, the 10-11 turnaround. Uh, I did mention DJ Chark, so that could be our next two picks, Palmer and Chark. Uh, unfortunately, we're not going to get a top tight end here. If Knox, if Knox or Ertz or Komet fall to us, I'm very interested in that. I thought I saw a blurb today about Irv Smith uh, leaving camp or something like that, but we'll, we'll monitor that. Again, I like Everett. I love Najoku, Ingram, Hurst. Uh, Brevin Jordan's been a guy I've been snagging a lot, uh, but down here, I mean, you get to this point of the draft, Adam Troutman, Donald Parham, a lot of fun upside tight ends here. Now, I, I like to, if I don't get a top tight end, I like to build a group of three of them uh, and, and guys that uh, I just, I want to be a part of a high volume passing offense. Like Dawson Knox would have been a, that's a great pick there at the end of round nine, Dawson Knox. I can't complain on that. 
to be your tight end one, that feels pretty good. And he also blocked this guy here because he's got Josh Allen and Gabe Davis. So he just totally rocked him, blocked him from uh, completing or I guess continuing his stackage that he had going on. Uh, but now we uh, we can start to set some things up here. Tua Tagovailoa is interesting. We could consider him, uh, I guess, with our 125th pick. I don't I don't need to reach on him because, again, we have Herbert. Uh, I, I do feel really good about uh, Jared Goff relate as well. I want to look at the Dolphins' schedule for week 15 through 17. Let's take a peek here. They get New England, Green Bay, and Buffalo. Ugh. That is ugly. So I don't want to. Uh, they also get the Chargers before that, the Niners. What a gauntlet. San Fran, Chargers, Buffalo, Green Bay, New England. And four of those are on the road. So we're going to cross Tua off the list. I don't want any part of that. That sounds brutal. Uh-uh. Rodgers is interesting, though, because we do have Dylan, We do have Lazard. And that would allow us to throw some other hammers at the wide receiver position or Robert Tunyon. Um, that does interest me a little bit. I know I'd be pairing him with uh, with Dylan, which isn't ideal to pair your running back with your quarterback, but Rodgers presents some value here. Naheem Hines, one of the best pass-catching running backs. My man Tim Patrick was able to fall to this point of the draft, so I think we're going to go ahead and I'm going to lock in Josh Palmer because I don't want to miss him, and we'll see who falls back. I think because uh, a lot of people like you see these guys like these guys are sharp like they he, they've been this guy's you know done 56 drafts 42 16 37 uh this guy's done 102 um so a lot of these guys are looking at the rosters around them and saying oh he's got herbert i'm, I'm taking palmer so he doesn't get him on the comeback so uh i'll reach on palmer there and we'll see who happens to fall to us i'm assuming tim patrick's gonna go to the russell wilson man right here so he'll collect his boy tim patrick and uh i'll tell you what like we missed on Spiller, I'm fine with that. Uh, I kind of do. I kind of like Naheem Hines here. He's been a guy that I've been wanting to get. I got Epler, Dylan, Edmonds, and Hunt. We're just collecting PP. Like we're collecting catches. I think Dylan's going to catch probably 40 passes this year minimum. He's going to be our lowest receiving. You know, as, as far as total receptions, he's going to be our lowest one. Um, so I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this. I did like DJ Chark. There's a chance Chark falls all the way around for us. Uh, I, I kind of want to take him here though. Do we take Naheem Hines or DJ Chark? I think it's going to be Chark. Um, and keep in mind, I love Naheem Hines, uh, but Eckler, Dylan, Edmonds, and Hunt, I, I feel really strongly about that. And there's tons of running backs that I like Ooh. later in the drafts. There goes a wasted pick in Kenny Galladay. But we'll we'll take in DJ Chark. Uh, I did want to say I found there was a, a, a post here. And if you're not following uh, NFL beat writers at 32 beat writers, you got to follow these guys. I have my alerts turned on for them, but they just post so much amazing um, stuff from beat writers, beat writers around the league. Uh, and I wanted to share with you guys one of the two. Well, there's my boy, Josh Palmer, making a play here. We'll watch this real quick for you guys. Uh, just he's this guy, man. If anything happens to Keenan Allen, this guy is going to be potential league winner. I guess even Mike Williams, if Mike Williams misses some time. So he's he's stepping up in his year, too. Uh, I did want to – I got to find this Detroit Lions uh, blurb here because it sounded like some good things coming out of Detroit camp. And I'm almost there. I'm almost there, I swear. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, it sucks about the Desh uh, the James Washington news, also the Deshaun Watson news. Uh, but here we go. So this was uh, Pride of Detroit tweeted this out, just another beat writer here. And here's the blurb. DJ Chark continues to win 50-50 balls in short contested catches. The Josh Reynolds-Goff connection also continues to roll on. And they, 
they had another back shoulder play for big yards. Another receiver that stood out was Quintez Cephas, who, as expected, was much more physical with the pads on. So um, some good – like, th- this This is a great account. you got to follow this account. Uh, but we're setting it up, uh, a potential Detroit Lions stack here. And the reason why – if you're, like, gross, why does he like the Lions? Uh, the Lions, man, Lions got themselves – I remember week 17, they played the Bears. Name more than three defenders on the Bears for me. But here's why I'm interested in, in stacking Lions players, and my interest continues to grow. Because after Buffalo Week 12, they're going to get Jacksonville, Minnesota, the Jets, Carolina, and Chicago. These are all probably bottom 10 defenses in the league. Uh, and, man, I, I just I love I love potential stacking that. Uh, we'll, we'll try and get Jared Goff. If we have to be early, we will. But, man, so far, Chargers on stack. We got Herbert Eckler, Mike Williams, Palmer, that's a nice uh, quad stack there. And, of course, Amon Ross St. Brown, DJ Chark, and we'll look for Josh Reynolds. And people people forget, man, Josh Reynolds has always been a productive player for Jared Goff. He's always been – he was kind of the number three in the Ram system for a long time. I mean, he's put up some nice seasons. He, you know, he put up 618 yards. That was his, his career high. But 52 catches, you know, two his five touchdowns one season. He's a, he's a productive receiver when he gets the opportunity. And we know that Jamison Williams will not be ready, uh, you know, for the first month or two. Um, so this really opens things up here. I do like Kenneth Gainwell. That's an interesting pick here. Nothing else really sticks out. I mean, Jacoby Myers looks like a, like a value here. Uh, but let's, let's go ahead. I'm going to be early on Gerald Everett. We're going to continue stacking Chargers players here. Maybe we even finish with Donald Parham if we need to. Uh, but I do like some of my guys here uh, in David Njoku and Evan Ingram, Aiden Hurst. We'll look for those guys maybe round 14. So we got our tight end in there. As far as wide receivers, I mean, Tyreek, Mike, St. Brown, Lazard, Palmer, Chark. I feel pretty strongly about those guys. And again, like, I'm just going to I'm gonna check some players here real, date, real deep that I like. DPJ, Zay Jones, uh, where is he? Uh, there's Jalen Guyton. We'll, we'll throw Guyton on if we have to. I'm not afraid to do that, but Josh Reynolds is deep. So we're, we're six receivers deep. We might end up with eight. Uh, if we can get Kenneth Gainwell on the turn, that would be a sweet pick. Uh, otherwise, um, Winston, Moss, Mack, Goff, we'll see here. We might, maybe, we might even have to just grab another tight end. I don't mind J, uh, KJ Osborne. He's a player that I like. Jacoby Myers is, is stupid. He shouldn't be this this cheap. I know he's not a high ceiling guy, but, you know, as our seventh receiver, a guy that's going to get double digits for the most part, that doesn't bother me at all. But my ideal pick would be Kenneth Gainwell. So we'll see if Kenny G falls. I'm just looking to see if any of these guys got uh, – none of these guys got Sanders. One of them got Hurts, though, so that could be the move for him, getting one of the passing uh, players for Hurts. But we'll see here. We got two picks in front of us. Man, I would love it if Kenny G – fell to us as our running back five in terms of other running backs though i mean Tyrion davis price is getting talked up here as a uh, as a potential goal line back as they want yeah there he goes like i was thinking it might be even too early for that but tdp is going to be getting a lot of goal line carries it sounds like as they want to keep elijah mitchell fresh i like a lot of these pass catching backs jd mckissick daryl williams is a good back there's jamal williams we can continue leaning into the the lion stacks mckinnon there's James Robinson, who's going to probably be ready. People don't expect him to be ready, but he's going to be ready. Raheem Mostert. There goes Kenneth Gainwell. So we get uh, painfully sniped there. But I'll tell you what. I'll collect Jacoby Myers. And at this point now, I'm seven receivers deep. I feel really good about that group of receivers we got. We'll hit Josh Reynolds as our last pick. 
And then basically at this point, we got what? Seven more picks here. I know one of them is going to be Josh Reynolds. Um, does that leave six picks left? We need Jared Goff to be one of those picks. So that's uh, five picks left. So let's get uh, maybe two more running backs, two more tight ends, and, and we'll see what kind of happens in between. Uh, but so far, so good. Having a lot of fun with this draft. If you guys are uh, still with me, don't forget to like the video, subscribe if you're new. And we're just having fun. We're building a sweet, uh, we're building a massive Charger stack. We got Herbert Eckler, Mike Williams, Palmer, and Gerald Everett. I don't really know if we need Jalen Guyton or if we want Donald Parham. That would just kind of be, you know, icing at the cake at this point. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but, yeah, man, it would have been super nice to get Gainwell or TDP there. Uh, but I got to say, I like our running back room. Eckler, Dylan, Edmonds, and Hunt. That should be enough. Like, between those four guys, two of those guys should play pretty well on a weekly basis. But now I'm probably going to start looking towards, you know, a guy like J.D. McKissick can pop off at any given week. Daryl Williams, there's room for two in that Cardinals backfield. I know everyone likes James Conner. But before last year, Conner was always deemed as a health risk. People never believed in him to play a full season. And all of a sudden here, James Conner pops off one year. People kind of forget about the injury-prone ways. Uh, but, man, Daryl Williams, last year he outplayed Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He was a top 25 back in PPR services. And talk about, like, the Chase Edmonds role back in, in Arizona. Daryl Williams can do that. Daryl Williams might lead the team in running back reception. So that, that wouldn't surprise me. He's a guy that intrigues me here. And, again, we're so well-built at the wide receiver position. Basically now – uh, it's probably go time for tight ends. Njoku, Ingram, Hurst, Brevin Jordan. You know, I like I like a lot of these tight ends late. And if we even need to go later, like Troutman is free. Um, Moali Cox is free. Just a lot of free tight ends is, at this point. Um, but so far, so good. Um, yeah, you're probably going to see a lot of tight ends fly off the board at this point. But it's round 14. I, just, I can't believe we got Jacoby Myers at 149. I think his ADP was 121. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of tight ends. This is tight end territory, round 13 through 15 or so. All the good ones are going to come off the board. I'm surprised Njoku isn't moving up with the Deshaun Watson news. I'm assuming this character right here is lining up David Njoku, so we're probably not going to get him. I do like Evan Ingram, though, and we'll see here if uh, if this guy, because I know he's got Joe Burrow. He might look. He's got Chase, Mixon, and Burrow. He's probably going to get Hayden Hurst, so I'm going to expect – uh, Njoku and Hayden Hurst have maybe come off the boards uh, soon enough here. But uh, who knows? Anybody, anything can happen. Uh, as the top of the ADP looks, Robbie Anderson, Corey Davis, people kind of sleeping on Corey Davis. I think he's going to, he just went, but I think he's going to actually uh, get more snaps and opportunities than Garrett Wilson. We'll see. I still expect Elijah Moore to lead that team in all the receiving categories, but uh, I can't complain. We're, we're hopefully to get David Njoku here. I don't think he's going to fall through, though. This guy just took Deshaun Watson, so I would imagine Njoku is high on his priority list. But you never know. Maybe he's auto-picking. I, I, I don't know. Robert Tunyon. All right, so the David Njoku hope is here. Alec Pierce, and we will line up the potential breakout tight end, David Njoku. So Everett Njoku, all of a sudden, that tight end group looks a lot better. And uh, I tell you what. Uh, I wouldn't mind uh, getting Hayden Hurst with this group too. Uh, this guy does have Joe Burrow here, so we would be we would be, we would be blocking him. Uh, so that doesn't bother me. As far as running backs, though, probably should consider James Robinson at this point. At this point, round fifteen, if he makes it, 
Uh, I can always I can let Hayden Hurst slide. That doesn't bother me too much. Isaiah McKenzie is just ripping up draft boards. He was a 200th overall pick a week or two ago. Now he's going the 14th round, 166 overall. Uh, but yeah, we should probably look at some of these running backs here just to fill us out. I do like Kenyon Drake down here. Uh, Jeff Wilson, just a potential backup there. They've been talking him up in camp. Uh, Hassan Haskins is the backup to Derrick Henry. There's Boston Scott. He's going to be getting some potential playing time. But, man, I do like Darrell Williams. Marlon Mack might be the starter for Houston for as long as he can hold on to the job. Jamal Williams. He's So Jamal Williams is, is just kind of like the injury handcuff guy, but uh, he does have the opportunity to put up some good numbers. And he is on our Detroit Lions stack, which who knows, by week you know, 13, 14, 15, 16, you know, January Swift's only played 13 games in both seasons. So Jamal Williams kind of becomes an interesting bet for our build. Um, I'm going to watch this guy right here is going to take uh, Hayden Hurst with his next pick. I bet you, I bet you he will. He'll pair him with Cole Komet. Um, but uh, Marlon Mack off the board, JD McKissick off the board. I am a fan of Darrell Williams, but I think for our build, uh, Jamal Williams makes sense. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead here and collect Jamal Williams. Uh, just put another Detroit player on our board. Uh, did Jared Goff go yet? Goff is going to – we need to – I probably should have just taken Goff there. I have a feeling we might lose Jared Goff. Uh, but as it looks right now, all these teams have two quarterbacks besides Stone Sour Diesel here. So hopefully he lets uh, – hopefully he lets our guy slide Jared Goff. You might see Zach Wilson or Mac Jones go. But, man, I would love it. I would love it if we can get uh, Jared Goff to slide to us. And that would basically be about 10 picks behind ADP. And if we don't get Goff, that's okay. I, I think I fudged that one up. Like in, in, in hindsight, priority, Jamal Williams, Jared Goff, like who's more vital to our team's success? It's probably Jared Goff. So I, I, I apologize for that one. Uh, but, man, we're, we're starting to fill it out. Um, there's some running backs I like still on the board. Um, I mentioned Kenyon Drake, Jeff Wilson, Hassan Haskins, Boston Scott. Samaje Pirine's interesting. There was a news blurb about him potentially playing more uh, than people expect. Man, I think we're going to get sniped here. I think we're going to get sniped on Goff. Goff's the best QB available. And if he can make it, that would be great. But we have to survive about six more picks. Uh, it's going to be tough. We're running it to empty here on Jared Goff. You see James Robinson go, Jarek McKinnon go. Uh, I might have forced this one a little bit too much, but who knows? Maybe, maybe Jared Goff can slide through. Uh, this might be our next guy to watch here because he's got Trey Lance. He's got Deshaun Watson, both on week nine buys. He needs a, another quarterback that's not playing week nine. So maybe he pulls Jared Goff from us. Uh, I would just be, that would, that would hurt though. Hopefully we can get him. Uh, otherwise, if we can't get Goff, I'm fine with Tannehill, Wentz, Mills, uh, none of those guys bother me. And there goes Jared Goff. So we messed, we botched that one. I should have taken Jared Goff here at 173. So I, uh, I messed that one up, but we still have a, a decent, you know, it's, it's a stack without the QB. So that's fine. Uh, but Tannehill, Wentz, uh, maybe one of these guys can intrigue us. And as we look here, William Fuller, Will Fuller expected to sign somewhere soon. He's an interesting character for sure. I think Austin Hooper is kind of a fun player. Uh, there goes Ryan Tannehill, but Hooper could be a busy guy uh, as we're up to pick here. Carson Wentz, uh, I, I suppose I'll just take Carson Wentz here uh, to be my QB2. Week 14 bar, that's fine. 
maybe we even end up with one more. Uh, but man, that one stung. That one stung. If we could have lined up Jared Goff here, things would have been perfect. Uh, but what are you going to do? Four picks left. <clears throat> we probably want for sure one more running back, one more tight end uh, minimum. And then we got kind of got two wild card picks here, maybe one more wide receiver. And then uh, we'll see what happens. But I, there's a couple guys that I like. Uh, don't sleep on Zach Moss. He's been a guy that uh, I think a lot of he's not even being he doesn't even have an eight. His ADP is zero. Like people aren't even drafting him. I've been snagging him uh, as much as I can. Curtis Samuel comes into play now that we have a Washington quarterback, so he's intriguing to me. Uh, also, like I know Logan Thomas is a long shot here to uh, to be a force this year, but um, interesting. You know, just just interesting guy here. I actually like the. Uh, the second year tight end, uh, John Bates, he could be a guy that we target here, but maybe, maybe that's, uh, I guess Curtis Samuel just went off the board. Uh, so forget about that. But anyways, it's round 17, 18, 19, 20, not too much going on here. Uh, I do like Brevin Jordan, sleeper tight end. That could be a little bit of a fun pick there. And I just want to double check. I think we're all out of Washington players besides, well, Brian Robinson, interesting guy. He could be the goal line back there. They've been talking him up quite a bit. His ADP of about 205, so maybe he would be the move. Uh, and again, I mentioned John Bates maybe being a tight end pick for us. Man, he is low. Uh, where is why do they have so many players listed? John Bates might be the starter uh, for them if Logan Thomas can't play week one. Um, we missed on a couple guys here. Kenyon Drake would have been nice. Gus Edwards is still hanging around here. I think people are kind of sleeping on him. Brevin Jordan, a, a good tight end option for us. Um, you got Everett Njoku. I'll slap, I'll slap Brevin Jordan in there. I think he's a sleeper worth a dart at this point. And, uh, again, we have the massive charger stack with Herbert Eckler, Williams, uh, Palmer and Everett. So I'm, I'm feeling really good about that. I do have a good amount of Detroit Lions players, just St. Bra St. Brown, Chark and Jamal Williams, uh, AJ Dillon, Alan Lazard as well. Um, so we're looking, we're looking so far so good here, but man, I wish I can get Jared Goff back. Uh, let's see here. Three more picks left. I kind of do have a list of players that I have queued up here. It doesn't really matter to me what we do anymore at this point. Uh, I wouldn't mind another running back for sure. People are letting Gus Edwards slide, which seems – oh, there he goes right now, uh, which just seems a little interesting. I wouldn't mind Jeff Wilson. Again, we have Chase Edmonds, so maybe Sony Michelle is a guy here that I wouldn't mind pairing in our backfield. Uh, there's Brian Robinson as well. Mark Ingram starting to tumble now that Alvin Kamara is going to be playing at least in September. Again, his his trial and things are going to roar back up at the end of the month, uh, beginning of October. But Mark Ingram's a guy that's probably starting to fall down boards. And otherwise, I don't know. I do like Zach Moss yet. Wide receivers, we do like Josh Reynolds yet. Let me see if there's any other receivers. I heard Terrace Marshall was making some plays today. Uh, but, man, we could we, we could just finish this off with a Jalen Guyton. And basically any touchdown that Justin Herbert throws to anybody on that team besides Keenan Allen, like we're going to get logged. So maybe that's uh, an interesting player for us. James Washington's ADP is going to be tanking here uh, now that he's out six to ten weeks. Uh, I do like Quez Watkins as a sleeper if you're into the Eagles players. Uh, and uh, after this, it gets a little – Get a little messy. I think Cole Beasley is going to sign with somebody soon. So he might not be a bad round 20 pick if you're just collecting picks. Uh, Davis Mills is still on the board. We got Herbert and Wentz. Uh, but Davis Mills, uh, ADP is 196. We're picking at 212. 
We do have Brevin Jordan here, so you know, that, that could be interesting. But Brian Robinson still chilling. Maybe that's the move here, just adding another uh, – again, he's – if anything happens to – I'm, I'm going to take Brian Robinson. If anything happens to Antonio Gibson, Robinson's set to lead the team in carries, uh, but it already sounds like Robinson has a role carved out for himself. He's going to be a potential goal mine back if they get into the red zone. Last year, Gibson was fumbling in the red zone, and he had a lot of fumble issues. So maybe Brian Robinson might be, be a, a good pick for us there. So now we got six running backs, seven receivers, three tight ends, two quarterbacks. Uh, nobody's taken Davis Mills yet. One, if Mills comes back around, I suppose I'll be interested. Uh, I'll just put the check on him here. I don't love it, but it's it, basically he's free. He should have been drafted in the 17th round, get him in the 19th. I don't hate that. Any other tight ends stick out to me? I kind of like this John Bates kid, but who, like, if Logan Thomas comes back, we, we do have the quarterback there in Carson Wentz who, who can throw to tight ends from his time in Philly. Uh, I just I don't know if I trust him to play back to his level, uh, but it won't be any surprise if John Bates is the week one starting tight end for Washington. So I kind of like John Bates there as a walk-off pick. Uh, Jeff Wilson, Son Haskins. One, two, three, four, five, six. Um, again, Jalen Guyton is still here. I think that's probably the pick here. I, I, I like Josh Reynolds a lot, but by the end of the season, you're probably going to see Jamison Williams mixed into things. So we'll go ahead and get uh, – we'll, we'll complete the Chargers Holy Grail stack. Ended up with like six Chargers. So we'll, we'll, we'll complete this one here. And then our walk-off pick, we'll see what we can do. Davis Mills still on the board. Nobody wants Davis Mills. Mariota Trubisky still on the board as well, starting quarterbacks. Got to go down the list a little bit. Nobody wants – nobody touches Geno Smith, which I think is strange. I think he's going to be the starting quarterback at the beginning of the year. But a little bit strange to me that Davis Mills is not off the board yet. But I feel relatively, relatively good about this group. We got Herbert and Wentz. We know Herbert's going to be scoring for us most weeks. Running backs, you got Eckler, Dylan, Edmonds, Hunt. Jamal Williams and Brian Robinson. We only need two of those guys to score for us. So I, I feel really strongly about the running back group at the receiver group. We only need three of these guys to score. That's Tyreek, Mike Williams, Amon Ross St. Brown, Alan Lazard, and then James Palmer, DJ Chark, Jacoby Myers, Jalen Guyton. Uh, and then the tight end group, Everett Najoku and Brevin Jordan. Uh, I feel really good about this group. So hopefully this is a winner. Guys left on the board. Logan Thomas is still there. Adam Troutman, man, like he—he he, apparently he is leading the Saints camp in targets and receptions so far through the first couple of days of practice. So he's a guy that I think you have to pay attention to. Uh, keep an eye on this name right here, Isaiah Pacheco, getting reps with the ones. He's been rotating in with Clyde McKinnon, uh, getting reps with the ones ahead of Ronald Jones. By by the way, it sounds like Ronald Jones is purely. Uh, he's 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 only they only want Ronald Jones to run the ball. They don't want him to do anything else. He's not getting looks in the passing game. Uh, but this Isaiah Pacheco is a guy that uh, they keep trying to find a way to get him on the field. Uh, but man, I don't know how I don't take Davis Mills here if he falls. I mean, there's going to be potential for Davis Mills to start uh, start a handful of games for us. Let's look at the numbers here. Last year he had one, two, three games over 20 points. That's fine. But he had one, two, two games at 18. So that, that we're talking about three to five games where Davis Mills can start for us. I think that's a win. At, at this point of the draft, 
if Mills falls to us, that is going to be our pick. Uh, otherwise, uh, again, I like Zach Moss. I like John Bates, Josh Reynolds, Donald Parr. Like, there's tons of late-round flyers here, but it's it's got to be Davis Mills towards the top of our list. Um, Zach Moss could be – Zach Moss could be a league winner, man. If, if something happens to – uh, something happens to Singletary. Zach Moss can be a heavy, busy guy. As far as tight ends go, I think Troutman. I would take. I'd probably take Troutman over uh, over Parham over the Washington tight ends. Uh, and we we get rewarded with Davis Mills in round twenty. So we'll we'll take that. That's our final draft here. Let me recap it for you. Justin Herbert, Carson Wentz, and Davis Mills are the QBs. Uh, basically, we got those guys all at value. Uh, Pick 44 for Herbert. His ADP is about 47. Carson Wentz's ADP is about 194. I got him at 188. But we got a 40-pick premium there on Davis Mills. Uh, I guess reverse premium, whatever. Uh, but a running back group, again, we need two of these guys to score between Eckler, A.J. Dillon, Chase Edmonds, Kareem Hunt, Jamal Williams, and Brian Edward, or Brian Robinson, the receiving room. We have eight total receivers. We just need three to score. Tyreek Hill, Mike Williams, St. Brown, Alan Lazard, Josh Palmer, DJ Chark, Jacoby Myers, and Jalen Guyton. So we're heavy chargers in that one. And then the tight end group, Everett, Najoku, and Brevin Jordan. So I'm feeling pretty strongly uh, about what we did here. The only mistake was I think we, we missed on Jared Goff, but I don't hate it because we got rewarded with Davis Mills at the end. So that was fun. Thank you guys for hanging out. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe if you are new. And uh, thank you so much for your time. We'll see you guys in a future video. Check out drafters.com. Use the promo code, the fellow KGB, and uh, have a great night. Peace.